Do you ever watch something and say, where do I know that actor from? Are you tired of endless scrolling across the infinite streaming platforms? Do you want someone to just tell you in a kind of bossy yet non-judgmental way what you should be watching? Then this podcast is for you. Welcome to EMDB TV. I'm Emily, your host and self-diagnosed TV addict. The episode that you're about to listen to is the discussion that I had with my cousin and guest, Michael, on the show, I Think You Should Leave. But first, a fake commercial for a fake business. Again, all of this is fake. It is not for any actual business. We have no affiliation with this business. This business, unfortunately, does not exist yet. But enjoy this lighthearted interlude before the intro to the episode. The Lighthouse, Spider-Man, Boondock Saints, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Clear and Present Danger, Speed 2, Cruise Control, just to name a few. Having made over 100 films in his legendary career, Willem Dafoe has been in the homes and hearts of Americans since the 1970s. And now, you're about to have the opportunity to have a real piece of Willem Dafoe history in your home again. In partnership with Burlington Coat Factory, Willem is thrilled to announce the opening of his new home decor store, The Willem Depot. At the Willem Depot you'll find a vast array of tasteful and reasonably priced Willem Dafoe themed home decor. If you live alone, check out our life-size Willem Dafoe body pillows to keep you company. If you're having friends over, be sure to grab one of our Green Goblin goblet and platter set, complete with a chip and dip for your Willem nachos. The Willem Depot is partnering exclusively with the Double Cousins podcast. For a limited time, when you use the promo code DUBCUS, you'll get a free Willem Dafoe faux fur throw with purchase. So come on down to the Willem Depot and pick up everything you need to really class up the joint and have all your friends asking, where did you get that gorgeous canvas print of Willem in The Last Temptation of Christ? The Willem Depot. We care about quality, and it really Willem does shows. Oh my god. <laughs> I would buy all of that stuff. <laughs> Good to know. It's got, I got some merchandise that I need to develop then. <laughs> yeah, for your Willem nachos. <laughs> Did you see the, the most recent Spider-Man movie? That he's I didn't. In? No, the No Way Home. Yeah. I, I feel like I haven't watched the last, like, three Spider-Man movies. <laughs> Any of the Tom Holland ones? No, I've seen the the first one with him in it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's it. But I don't know why. I mean, I like that <laughs> universe of movies. I love Zendaya, so Zendaya. Mm-hmm. So I don't know sure why i haven't yeah. watched it it's just there's yeah. too much Marvel second one, content. second one's pretty good third okay. one's good but willem defoe's in it yeah it's green goblin uh, yeah. I've, yeah i've i've heard it, a lot of things about the, yeah. the last one I, I, the there's some spoilers you... and stuff and i know that but it's fine <laughs> yeah it's like you see him on screen it's like oh this, this guy's probably like too good of an actor to be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when i was doing some imdb deep diving on under his background it was fascinating i mean yeah he has been in a lot of movies and that Willem is not actually his name. What? It's, it's just William. And I guess he wanted a nickname, and people started calling him <laughs> Willem because it was shorter, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and he's from Appleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, interesting guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a face for movies, for sure. <laughs> got a distinct <laughs> look. <laughs> okay, well, I hope you enjoyed that. If you enjoyed that then you'd probably really like the show that we're about to discuss because I feel like it's a little bit of that same absurdist humor. And Mm -hmm. I could also see a character on this show 
having all of these items in their apartment as well. Oh, easily. I could see Tim yeah. Robinson easily owning all of these things and having yeah. them. So Tim Robinson, yeah. if you're listening to this and you need me to develop these merchandise ideas for a sketch for you, I'd be happy to do so for a price. <laughs> okay. yeah, same deranged energy yes. is in that. Yes. Yeah. Deranged the same psychos energy. who would shop at that store are probably every character in this show. <laughs> that is the target market. It's like an ad for Willem Dafoe. See, I couldn't get the AI voice to say it as Willem Dafoe instead of a, <laughs> instead of a Willem Depot, but uh, I mean that's how okay. you would pronounce it, anyways. Yeah. But I feel like that commercial is, would fit right in there with like TC Tuggers. Mm-hmm. Was it Danny Flash? What is the shirt? Dan Flashes. Dan Flashes. <laughs> yeah. So, the shops at the creek. <laughs> yes. So the the show that we're going to discuss today is I think you should leave, which is a. <laughs> comedy sketch comedy series by tim robinson how yeah. would you describe this michael you're the one who recommended yeah, the show so you describe it's, it it's a <laughs> sketch comedy like mini series okay. on netflix i think you should leave with tim robinson tim robinson i think did a lot of like improv stuff and then he was on snl for a, one season as a performer and then he was a writer on snl i think for a little while after oh, that oh i remember that i totally forgot that he was on snl until you said yeah. that yeah okay yeah but it's i think it's like what six episodes each season there's two seasons on netflix i think it's maybe maybe six episodes yeah. a season and they're short yeah, they're, they're like, like 15 minutes each. Yeah, 15 minutes each and each one is you know a collection of I think anywhere from like three to six sketches. So they're all pretty short. The sketches themselves are pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, deranged energy. (laughs) It's very, uh, it's very frenetic. Like, but from one sketch to another, they have no relation to each other, at least that I can see yet. Some of them do, I guess. In the second season, I think there's more of a thread between some of the, some of the sketches and episodes. Have you watched the whole thing? I have watched everything except for, I think the last three episodes in season two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I've watched most of them though. The last episode that I watched was the, the little buff boys. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, I don't even know how to begin to discuss this show. Because, <laughs> so that's why I put, took it as an interesting challenge of how are we going to discuss this show? Yeah. I, so I was trying to think of, and I, I think you know, as a structural matter, it's it's sketch comedy, yeah. right? It's self for the most part self contained sketches, just about. I mean, most of them are pretty like real world situations. Uh, that, Very I was trying to figure real out, like, world themes yeah. that are like recurring through the show, and a lot of it is like office meetings. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of workplace sketches. There's a lot of sketches that take place at like parties or social gatherings. Mm-hmm. I would describe They're... it. I, I think the the <laughs> something that feels pretty consistent from the episodes is that it's like everybody in the sketch acts and says exactly what you would expect normal people. Just your standard, average, generic, you know, small talk type of, of conversation, normal interactions, with the exception of like one or two people. Yeah. And those people <laughs> yeah. are acting as if they're like children with no impulse control or filter whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's, the, it's that kind of humor. And yeah. I think a lot of the humor comes from people realizing that they've made a mistake and trying to get out from that mistake by digging in as as deep as they can go (laughs) just the situation escalating to the point where 
I mean, some of the sketches don't even end with like a punchline. It's no. just a, some, a character saying something weird or looking into a camera weird, and then it cuts to the next thing. Like, yep. <laughs> I think a lot of these things are just an impossible dead end that you cannot get out of. Yes. And that's that's just how life is sometimes. <laughs> 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 you make a mistake, you just got to live with it. <laughs> yeah, where it's like the, the, the sketch where it's like, oh, let's just, they go to a party, and it's like, let's just tell them that we're late because the babysitter was late. And it's as simple yeah. as that. And then it turns into like, she was late because she was involved in a hit and run. And so we had to talk to the cops and it was like, oh my God, is everybody okay? And it's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not a problem. It's the not, cops it's said not a she problem. was like nobody. It's not a problem. <laughs> the person that she that she killed is no, is like a nobody. It's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. That, that's, that sketch is a good example of that because it starts with somebody, you know, oh, we'll just make, you know, a white lie about why we're late to this. Who, ca who, cares? who cares? Just say whatever you want. Who yeah. cares? And then realizing that it's like, oh, somebody's following up on, on this situation that you put yourself in and then yeah. coming up with a, a worse lie. Yeah. And then I think like the second half of that sketch isn't even about this babysitter getting nope. killed. It's about him destroying about, his credibility. Yeah, it's about credible. him trying to save face for being caught in a lie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's about him trying to gaslight the rest of the people in the party by making the person who keeps following up on this mysterious <laughs> hit and run that the babysitter was involved in yeah. by just destroying his credibility as a person by trying to make it seem like he's the one who's doing crazy things and by yeah. throwing him around yeah. the room. So. Yeah, good just kind of like devolving into physical violence yes. at one point yeah but but it is a, it is like the very typical and it's tim robinson who's playing the character who's caught in this pickle of a lie and uh, most of the characters he plays in that show are you know guys who have like little to no self-awareness <laughs> who are you know doing things that they shouldn't be doing trying to get away with it and yeah. then they get yeah. I think my reaction to basically every one of those episodes was the first 10 seconds of just like complete silence watching it and then like a gasp and then a very <laughs> large a very loud laugh and then just a what the fuck <laughs> and then it's over <laughs> and then the sketch yeah. is over <laughs> like I think that's a reaction that like a lot of char the characters and the sketches themselves have yes. too. This is the same yeah. kind of things like yeah. what what is going on that like I've, I've watched this show probably 20 times like uh, <laughs> and I, you you see patterns in the in the sketches mm -hmm. when, you, when you watch it that many times and a lot of it is a lot of the dialogue is just characters saying what <laughs> in reaction so much something. reaction yeah like you truly could it, it is almost every single sketch where somebody says something ridiculous and then another character says what <laughs> and it, every time it's funny to me every time just because it's so strange because you were also there going what <laughs> yeah. like, who would do that who would say that yeah. it's like what? it's like everybody is it's like only two people involved in it are in an improv sketch and everybody else is just existing yeah they're just trying to like do their job yes. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. when would you when you said that you wanted that this was one that you could definitely that you wanted to talk about because you think about this show often <laughs> how does the, how do thoughts of this show crop up to you what what strikes you about it yeah i i think about the show like literally every day that <laughs> <laughs> not, not that's not even an exaggeration i think about the show literally every day like, and i've watched this show so much right I, I had to i made a list for myself of like what all the sketches are in order mm -hmm. so if i wanted to go back and watch something i'd have like a list that i could refer to and just go oh pull up this episode and yeah. fast forward so you to this know which sketches are in which episode yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but i think it is the kind of thing and it, one of the reasons i think why this show is so popular is that it is, it's very memeable mm 
Mm. So I think maybe if you're on like a certain part of Twitter, okay. like I think you should leave memes come up all the time. Okay. Like I think there was one point when like AOC was tweeted out like the hot dog suit meme like we're still looking for the person who did this ah okay so, yeah i had so to I watch that it, show when i saw that meme i was like what is yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's the kind of thing where any it's mostly things that like bother me or upset me it's like oh there's probably a line of dialogue from i think you should leave that that expresses my feelings about this mm-hmm. more more succinctly <laughs> and more pointedly than i, I could ever ever come up with <laughs> Oh man, that hot dog episode, that hot dog sketch was, just, <laughs> that was perfection. <laughs> yeah. And the the weird thing is that, that that's like not even like in my top 10 of like, I think. Yeah. Okay. What are your, only... what are your top five? Give me the top five. Let's see. I think before I even watched the show, like sat down and watched the show, I had watched the car focus group sketch. Probably <laughs> like, I, 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 no joke. I probably watched that sketch probably a hundred times. <laughs> and I had watched car, that show maybe wind, like a couple the, dozen the times before wheel. I watched. Yeah, yeah, before I watched the rest of the show. Yeah. That's there, the one about, where, is that the one yeah. where he's like, oh yeah, this I don't, I want like a steering wheel where it doesn't fly off. Yeah, <laughs> like, a good steering wheel that doesn't fly out of your hands when I'm driving. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so th- that I think is probably number one, just based on the number of times I've watched that sketch mm-hmm. too. I feel like the um, ending of that one is excellent, of like the, yeah. the flipping the water bottles. <laughs> like, what? And the, and I think that's another example, good example of like kind of the structure or the feeling for a lot of the sketches too. It's a it's a guy who is pretty sincere about this thing that he thinks is a good car idea, a steering wheel that doesn't fly out of your hands when you're driving, and then it kind of turns into this thing where he's like trying to embarrass somebody else in this focus group to get out of it. But I mean that that one too. It's like that that actor who plays that that character is just very endearing. Yes, <laughs> he just seems so sincere and like innocent yeah which is seems, a, part, a lot of the charm of that that sketch i think seems so not acting at all yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i i've read i've read i read an interview with the casting direct, director of the show and i think that's a big part because i mean there's some big names mm-hmm. co- comedy actors in that show recognizable yeah. Yeah. Ac- com- comedy actors in that show but a lot of the really memorable sketches are just that people you've never seen before yeah. like like that guy in that focus group sketch so how did they cast those people? I don't know. I think it just Casting do calls. your due diligence, interview a lot of people, find somebody who might be on the, you know, might know what's up and yeah. like where the direction they're going with this and then just get, get them on. Like it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause I feel like in that, in that sense, like for that type of role, you're casting a person and you're writing a role for them essentially. Yeah. As opposed to like you're casting a person to play this role because I can't imagine any right. other actor playing that role the way that he does. Yeah, and I think I think part of it too is that it's very surprising. <laughs> it's like you don't know what to expect from this guy because you don't know who he is. So I mean, when he says yeah. something bizarre or surprising, it is truly surprising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of the the extras, or like the, the other actors and not the big name mm-hmm. ones, it's like. Yeah, I could see, like, this is very believable. And I think because they are not recognizable, some of the, like, especially when they have them for, like, commercials and stuff, it feels mm-hmm. very much like I could be watching, like, a locally aired commercial. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think the focus group sketch, that's a standout of season one for me. I think season two, easy highlight of that is the coffin flop 
Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's in the first episode, um, oh and that's like another good example of is Tim Robinson trying to defend this TV show that's about to get canceled, and him just like eventually by the end of the, the sketch, he's just like screaming at the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and it's kind of like it's like the one where they're planning that is it a baby shower or a wedding shower, <laughs> and it's, he's trying to like pawn off all of the <laughs> all of the yeah, merchandise. Stanzo brand fedoras. Yes. What about a hundred plastic meatballs and the cigars? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like I, I made a bad investment and now I'm trying to get rid of it. Yeah. 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 It's just him trying to dig himself out of a hole. That's right. Okay. It's a coffin coffin flop. The coffin flop. Focus group, yeah. coffin flop. <laughs> yeah. I think those are the in season one and two highlights for me. But I mean really any of those sketches I could rewatch. Yeah. Happily rewatch. I don't know. Were there any that, that stood out to you as as highlights? I mean I really the least episodes you've seen. Yeah, I really liked the hot dog one, the hot dog car one. Because I just thought mm-hmm. that that was just so exactly what you would expect to happen but then not actually expect that to happen (laughs) (laughs) like a hot dog car crashes into a building and then the driver is in a hot dog suit and trying to pretend like he's not the one who drove the car which i understand the line of 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 the rationale though of like well i mean it's not like i dress up like a car when I drive my car. So why would you expect that just because I'm dressed up like a hot dog that the hot dog car is my car? <laughs> like, yeah. 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 And it, yeah. I, I think that's the thing too, where it's like, it, like I okay. think the show is smarter and more profound than yeah. it makes itself out to be. Like, yeah. I think the, the things it's saying are real important things presented through this lens of like totally wacky zany yeah. comedy. Sometimes. Sometimes it's <laughs> just like, so I really like that one. And then I really liked the one with <laughs> Vanessa Beyer. Where they're like at brunch and it's the Instagram the, yeah, it's, it's the yeah. three of them writing the Instagram captions because mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like I would write I would love to write those kinds of captions. About <laughs> <laughs> it's like having brunch with my two besties and it's like, but they're both whores and it's like <laughs> just spirals from there. <laughs> so I thought but, that one was great. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another example of a, of one where this character is like kind of oblivious to what she's doing and yeah. keep, she keeps it just keeps escalating and escalating to the point where she i think that 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 sketch ends with her screaming why are you bullying me and it just cuts (laughs) yeah it's just like play the victim at the very end of it basically it's the end of most of these episodes what are the other ones that i really liked i really like the one where they're on a date at that restaurant with the all the supreme fully loaded nachos nachos. Uh, because i love that one is also i think pretty representative of the style because it's like a normal situation a first date that's going well Mm -hmm. and then he goes off and he has some ridiculous problem with his date eating all of these fully only the fully loaded (laughs) parts of the nachos and instead of just eating more of the fully loaded parts himself (laughs) (laughs) he makes it super complicated and is then caught in a bold face lie which i also appreciate that the (laughs) this show is not like it's not part of the plot that the people believe him oh yeah it's like you're ridiculous (laughs) and no none of this makes sense what you're saying and then i don't know how that one ended and <laughs> just ended that, like... one, that one ends with tim robinson saying what <laughs> <Into the camera. laughs> uh... but i think that's another one too and, and again this is i think me maybe looking for like meeting and you know some kind of thread connecting all these <laughs> uh-huh. it's one where it's a guy who 
sees what he perceives as a problem, mm-hmm. and then he tries to fix it, and then he implicates somebody who's just trying to do their job, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. and then it just keeps getting worse and worse to the point where all he can say is he's like choking while he's saying what (laughs) he just doesn't know what's going on anymore (laughs) in a situation that he's created for himself (laughs) the choking the like multiple situations of choking on something and being too proud to ask for (laughs) life-saving help choking is a recurring theme yes (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right what are some of your other favorites let's see let's see in season two, I think one of the best sketches in season two is the one with Bob Odenkirk. I just watched that one. In the yes. diner? Yeah. And that one is, is, it's interesting to me because it's Bob Odenkirk, which, I mean, Bob Odenkirk's great. Everybody loves Bob Odenkirk. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's doing some, like, real acting. I know. In this three-minute-long sketch. <laughs> He's like emoting as much as he has in any other role that he's done. Yeah. All for the purpose of a joke. Like yeah. it, it is really impressive to me what he does in that sketch. Yeah. But I mean, just on 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 screen, like that is a really really funny sketch. It's about a a, a kid a dad lying to his daughter that <laughs> why uh, she they can't, can't go get ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a, an, a, a just a stranger sitting next to him, and you know they do the thing where he like winks at him, like isn't that right? Back, you know, back me up on this, and then. Bob Odenkirk's story keeps getting progressively <laughs> more, more elaborate and elaborate and sadder and sadder. Yeah. And Tim Robinson is just sitting there having to agree with him or else the lie about the ice cream store falls apart. Yep. Which is so yeah. funny because that form that takes the format where Tim Robinson is usually the person who is acting and spinning this really complex, overly elaborate lie, but right. not able to sell it convincingly. Right, interesting. But yeah, Odenkirk is so good, of such a good actor that you kind of do believe he has triples of all of these fancy cars, <laughs> yeah, and that his wife was a model, <laughs> but she died tragically or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah no, she's she's gonna get better though. She's gonna get better, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but th- but that episode I think was w- watching season two, and I realized that I think one of the the recurring themes in season two, at least, is like some of the characters in that season are just so sad. Yeah. It's just sad guys. So like yes. sad, lonely guys, yeah. like trying to convince themselves that they have any reason to like be alive. Really. Oh my it's... God. The Claire's ear piercing one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the video that they have to watch before they can get their ears pierced. Yeah. And there's that one old dude talking yeah. about it. Oh my God. About how he just has to he's laugh, laugh in an empty room by himself, yeah. so that he, when he's de- when he is dead, he can look back on his life and think that he had a happy life. <laughs> and that, and that's the, literally the last episode of season two. That's the end of the show. <laughs> oh, I watched that one first. Then I'm missing yeah. the first three episodes of season two. I think yeah. I watched it in so reverse think, order. Yeah, I think Netflix has a problem where it's like they yeah. it gives you the episodes in reverse order sometimes, yeah. but. That is the last episode of season two. And it's like, what a freaking downer. (laughs) (laughs) And then no more after this? Is there supposed to be other seasons? I I think they renewed it for a third season, but who knows how long it could take. I mean, it was two years between season one and season two. And there's also some other stuff that happened between season one and season two. (laughs) But yeah, I think think they did renew it for a third season. But I, I really do think if you watch the episodes in order... 
it's a kind of thing where you can tell that the people involved, the writers and the actors are really trying to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do, really, truly think that do truly think that they're trying to say something mm-hmm. about themselves or about the way that the world has changed yeah. or the way that, you know, p- people might feel lost in a lot of day-to-day situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I mean, I think it's a fan. Of, maybe it is because I'm just like, sometimes I'm a, a sad guy. It's like, there's a lot of things I can relate to. <laughs> this really speaks to you. This show really speaks to you. Think of this this show. This The thought of this show pops up in my mind sometimes as I'm like, <clears throat> you know, because the world is opening up a little bit more mm-hmm. and there's more socialization going on. And I find myself in situations with more people and socializing. But it's like, everybody's fucking awkward now. And and so I think this show crops up in my mind when I'm having these interactions and the most ridiculous thought or response to a question or <laughs> to a conversation pops up mm. in my mind and I have to absolutely resist the urge to say it. <laughs> and it's kind of like this show is if you just said it <laughs> and then you right, double exactly. down on it and then triple down on it. Yeah. 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 And then you were stuck. Yeah. And then you just, you and then I just go, just what? To, and then to, I walk away. <laughs> walk away. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm going to end yeah. a lot of my like conference calls and stuff. Now I'm just going to go, what? And then, and <laughs> just <an> abrupt exit. <laughs> it works, apparently. <laughs> apparently. I mean, very successful, very successful endings in all of those workplace <laughs> sketches, right? So I, I think so. It's going to pan out for me. So, yeah. 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 But yeah, workplace situations, a lot of those. I mean, the Dan Flash's sketch is in a work meeting. Yeah. I think him cho- the one where he's choking on a hot dog work meeting yep yeah. the one where he knocks over tips over the conference table when the guy's standing on it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> work meeting again yep. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just think about like all of the other actors reacting to all of this <laughs> i think though also the one that was great was when it was like he kept talking about how he used to be he was at like the party where he meets a new baby Mm-hmm. And he keeps calling mm-hmm. him. He's like, oh, the baby's crying. He doesn't like me because he knew know that I used to be a piece of shit or whatever. Yeah, well, he used to be a piece of shit. Yeah. But he's yeah. gotten better. People, yeah. can, people, people can change. People can change. People can change. And the twist of it of just like, oh, yeah, stop. It's like, can you please not call my dad a piece of shit? And then <laughs> the dad's like, I, I did. he's right. I used to be a piece of shit. Oh, man. But, yeah, you don't see that coming because you don't expect those actors who – just look like normal people <laughs> to be yeah. actually like acting and being like saying these things. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Twist. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean that, that sketch, another weird thing, like pretty profound thing that I it might be, you know, importing onto the show on my, <laughs> from my own thoughts, it might not actually be there, but this might just be something I'm con- contributing to the show myself. It's like the show, the sketch about this guy who used to be a huge piece of shit, but he's changed. It's like, you don't know what other people are thinking or mm-hmm. like what kind of problems they're experiencing mm-hmm. or how they're perceiving this awkward situation that you're True. in. And I, I think that's like a, a lot of the sketches are people who are truly trying to fix a situation and they just don't know how to do it. Yeah. And there's one where it's, it's t- the road rage episode where it's, he's driving a van and there's this guy screaming at him. The trying to get sticker? Out of the parking lot. Oh, okay. He's like, where he's like, do you know how to drive? He's screaming. There's a guy. I Tim Robinson is one. driving a van. And he's like blocking in this other car in a parking lot. And the other car, guy driving the other car is like full on road rage, screaming and honking his horn saying, do you not fucking know how to drive? What is wrong with you? And then Tim Robinson sticks his head out the window and he says, I don't know how to drive. Oh. 
It's a good thing where it's like, you don't know what other people are yeah. experiencing. But... Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And yelling at him doesn't help the situation. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to press oh I'm God. freaking out right now. <laughs> oh. oh I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe, so this is this is a good deep dive, and it's a deeper dive than I expected. I think maybe because these things just kind of washed over me as I was laughing my ass off. And so, <laughs> so, so Michael, we'll have to have a spinoff of this where you'll have to break down each episode for us and what the meaning of that episode is. Yeah, the, t- the takeaway, the th- uh, therapeutic takeaway of each, yeah, of each sketch. Yeah, the moral <laughs> of each of these sketches, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought you were talking about the one where he has the bumper sticker on his car that says honk <laughs> if you're horny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And oh, that one, God. it's Connor O'Malley, I think, is mm-hmm. in that sketch. Yeah. I think he's, there's a couple other sketches that Connor O'Malley's in. He's great. I yeah. mean, uh, some of the guests that they have in the show are, like, phenomenal. Like, Caper Lant, John Early, and a bunch of them. Bob Unrecurk mentioned. I think some of the standouts are the ones with Patty Harrison. Which one? Um, Who is Patty? I think in season one, she's in the one about the copier. Oh, the, copy the one making the jokes about Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And then in season two, she's in, there's one that's like a parody of Shark Tank. Oh my God. I just watched that one. Cap- capital. Something. The Capital Room. The Capital Room. She's... And then she's <laughs> in another so sketch great. about tables. Driving, driving school. The tables. <laughs> yeah. But but I think, she, I think she's a writer. And I think that's a, there's like a marked difference between the first and second season. I think the second season, I mean, they're both hilarious, but I think the second season is a lot funnier. And I think it's because they got a lot of other writers coming mm. in, kind of contributing different perspectives and mm-hmm. types of jokes into it. And I think Patty Harrison is one of the head writers in the okay. second season. Yeah, I looked her up actually when I was watching the show because I was like, what have I seen her in before? And I haven't actually, I don't recognize her from a lot of things, but she was in that movie with, is it Ed Helm? Ed Helm, yeah. yeah, Together Together. Together, together yeah. Yeah. Which, not really a comedy. Like, her role, I mean, she, it's funny, but she's, like, doing full-on dramatic acting for mm. most of that movie. I, I mean, I think I think she's about to be, a, like, a pretty big yeah, star. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow, we'll have to keep an eye out for her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else do we want to talk about on this show? I, I think, so... I, we've talked about it earlier in the other side, other part, half of this half of this podcast about how I don't really watch a lot of TV mm-hmm. and the stuff that I do watch is very episodic, mm-hmm. kind of self-contained, short things. I think one of the things I realized about this show, I think you should leave, is that I find myself watching it, or even sometimes just listening to it, like having it playing in the background while I'm like doing di- the dishes or something, in the way that I would listen to music, where it's like a it's like a familiar thing where you know you know all the all the lyrics to a song mm-hmm. or something and it's like comforting to to listen to a song that you've listened to you know a hundred yeah. times before and I, I kind of feel the same way about a lot of the sketches in that show too mm. it's like it's so familiar where i know what the punchline is going to be i know yeah. what every line of dialogue is going to be but it's it's still funny and it's i think it's still very comforting and f- familiar feeling yeah. to me you can visualize it in your head even when you're not watching the tv yeah yeah as yeah. you hear it's like you know exactly what's going to happen next yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's that, that photographic recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I think it's the kind of thing where it's like, I, you know, during pandemic, especially, I was kind of confused about people talking about, oh, you know, I'm watching The Office for the 10th time, you know, mm-hmm. just front to back. Or, you know, I have like, you know, a, a comfort show that I'll just have playing yeah. in the background. It's like, I never really understood that. For me, it was always, you know, why wouldn't you just watch something new? Mm-hmm. You've got all this time on your hands. But now, now I think I realize where it's yeah. like something you've seen dozens of times before still has a lot of value Mm -hmm. and a different reason it's not 
necessarily surprising you in the ways that it did before, but I think it is something that's, I don't know, maybe speaking to me in a different way. I, I don't know. It's, it's strange. Yeah. I think sometimes shows like that where it's like you can you can rewatch them and rewatch them and have them playing in the background and I think that it's it some of those shows can act as like a time capsule for the time of your life when mm-hmm. you were first watching that show mm-hmm. and or it can act as a time capsule of what society was like at that time too. Yeah. You know? yeah and so yeah. I think maybe it, maybe some of those things kind of evoke like oh this was a simpler time in a lot of ways or like oh remember when it was it, it, it was interesting with you know that you bring up the office in particular because there was a I am a big office fan and mm-hmm. that is one of the shows that's like when it was streaming on Netflix it's like just on in the background which is you know why Netflix also has a problem now because they don't have <laughs> these shows like the office that you can just do that uh-huh. with as many anyways but I remember that there was a lot of discussion of like well this re- this renaissance of like interest in the office and it was right. sort of happening like during the pandemic especially but even before that of like these younger generations who did not watch it who were so young when it originally aired that they had never really grown up with it or heard about it or anything like that and they were rediscovering it and for a lot of these kids it was kind of like oh like just to work in a boring office like that sounds nice like the stability (laughs) of just like oh you go into an office and you get to see your friends and like you know and I think for a lot of kids and stuff too especially not being able to go to school it yeah. was a bit of an escape of like oh you know, interesting yeah yeah so. oh you work in a place where you see the same people every day yeah and i think also in for yeah, yeah and like for the younger generations too of like can because work has changed the nature of work has changed so drastically since that show ran that mm-hmm. i think even the concept of just just being able to work a nice office job and then just being able to leave and like live your life and, and that's and that's it and like, <laughs> like that sounds pretty nice you know so so yeah i think it's a bit of nostalgia a bit of escapism you know depending on on what you're escaping from or to i guess but yeah yeah i don't know i think i think maybe i think you should leave is kind of that that kind of sense of comfort in a different way where it's like it's so heightened and it's so Mm -hmm. extreme so maybe it is the kind of thing where it's like you know if you're feeling down you can watch this and think to yourself well at least i'm not that guy you know (laughs) i've been in situations that have been uncomfortable before, but at least it wasn't that. Yeah. 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 It's funny also that we're, we know that we were talking about the office because a lot of the thing situations on, I think you should leave. It kind of reminds you of like, if Michael Scott was really, really ridiculous, like if Steve Carell's <laughs> character or Ricky Gervais's character was like extremely yeah. ridiculous and nobody else in that situation was playing along. Right. That's kind of what it would be like. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like somebody who's like socially awkward. So then they overcompensate and then they dig themselves out of it. Yeah. 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 But not very, not redeemed many times within, I think you should leave. Oh no. No. Yeah. <laughs> the, the show doesn't give these people enough chances to redeem themselves yes. at all. Yeah. And it's a, I think that's partly the format of the show. It's like, there's not enough time to see how this person redeems himself. And they probably don't based on what you've seen so far. Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting show, both in format. I think it's an interesting show that like now with these types of shows running in on streaming platforms like Netflix, because a show like this, I mean, this really should exist within like YouTube, right? Where it's like each of these sketches are stand standalone. You can consume that in that way. You don't need, you don't necessarily need to watch them in a certain order or altogether or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
but because it's on Netflix, it's like that's kind of the way that you stream it too. Yeah. But but yeah. All right. So I think let's wrap our discussion for today on I think you should leave. If you haven't watched it already, I don't know why you just spent like an hour listening to us <laughs> talk about it. But thanks. Not, not convinced yet. <laughs> not convinced yet. But literally in the time that you just spent us listening listening to us talk about this show, you could have watched like like almost an entire season like a it. yeah like four yeah. episodes which contains like three sketches each i want to say so yeah. yeah so just go watch it and then you can go <laughs> back and listen to this and then you'll understand what we're talking about hot dog cars and everything so <laughs> all right well thanks for joining the discussion double cousin michael We'll yeah, thanks for, for having week. me. I'm, I'm glad you watched the show. It's yeah. it's one of my favorite things. So I'm, I'm glad more people are watching. <laughs> I'll finish watching the rest of the episodes that I haven't yet, and then that way I'll get all of the references, right? Good. So now yeah. you can feel yeah. like I'm somebody who you can make references to this show with. So. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I asked for. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> all right, cool. Thanks for listening to EMDB TV. Check us out on social media at EMDB TV and at www.emdbtv.com.